0: Natalie. You know, I think sometimes we uh, take for granted the, uh, the prayer and work that our musicians put forth to try to make sure to lead our hearts into worship. Liz actually contacted me a month or so ago and asked what I would be preaching on, and, and the song that they've picked was perfect. Uh, I could really just stand here and say, Amen. That's what it's about. Um, and I really love it when uh, the Lord works those things out. Uh, but we want to go to his word together. Uh, So open your Bibles with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. We'll be working working through verses 11 through 20 together, Uh, but we're not actually going to get started there. So as you're turning there, I I just want us to kind of prep our time together this morning. As Pastor Tim said, we have come to the end of local evangelism month. And that means a lot of different things for us. That means that Tim's going on vacation next week. Because uh, that's just historically what he does. And he, he can he, his calendar is like a, a, a calendar. He, he keeps it the same every year. And it makes it easier for guys like me to try to be structured and organized. But more than that... The really important thing is I think that we need to understand that we must commit together to support and sustain evangelism in one another's lives and in our church because the enemy wants us to be silent. If there's one thing that we can take away from this last month that we've spent in God's word together, looking at evangelism and our call to be part of it, I hope it is this, that you and I understand that as a church we need to be encouraging one another, supporting one another, spurring one another on toward love and good deeds, because as the song that they just played talks about, the enemy wants us to be silent. But God will be victorious. And so it's our desire for every one of us here at First Baptist Church to see evangelism as a privilege, not as an obligation Jesus wins, as they sang about. We're part of the team that wins. And so now we're called to to get into the action, to participate with what he's doing in the world around us. But we know that it's not going to be easy. I was going to ask people to have a little show of hands. The announcement slide said that you know we're going to be looking at verses 11 through 20, but I'd like you, if you want to, to start reading in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and get to where we are. I was going to have a show of hands to see if that actually worked, but if you actually did that, talk to me afterwards because I, I like to do those kinds of things, but sometimes people um, don't like to do those kinds of things. But I do want to take a quick sampling of a few verses that were in those verses that we read. We're going to look at 2 Corinthians 4, one sixteen and 5, 6, that say, therefore, having this ministry by the mercy of God, we do not lose heart. 16 says, so we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. And 5, 6 continues, so we are always of good courage. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. Three different times, Paul, Paul tells the church, don't lose heart, be of courage, because it's not going to be easy. And I think that, that sometimes we as Christians mistakenly think that, man, living this Christian life should be easy. But, but Jesus has never promised us an easy life. You know, wouldn't it be great if we just walked into work every day and and you, you just go up and talk to people and you share the gospel and bang they get saved. You walk into a store and you talk to the cashier and bang they get saved. And wouldn't that be wonderful if 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 just people everywhere were striving and just I need to know more about Jesus. Tell me how I can become a Christian. That would be that would be fantastic. But we live in a world where Satan has blinded the minds of unbelievers, even to the truth that we have to present to them. And so it's easy for us to lose heart, because the reality is is that when we go out into the world, sometimes when we talk about Jesus, we're going to lose friends. You know, we think about that with teenagers all the time, and I talk with them about it, but the reality is, is that it happens in our adult world, too. Adulting is hard business when you're a Christian, because we walk out into the world, and, and we may face persecution. We may not get the promotion that we want. We may not get the raise that we think we deserve. And there's all manner of things that may take place. And let's not just think that only teenagers are clicky, and sometimes, sometimes we just want to fit in. And so we need to understand that it's going to be difficult for us. And so we need the courage to be a bold witness because sometimes our own human frailty, when those things take place, it's easy for us to get discouraged. It's easy for us to step back and say, all right, Lord, then you know, the enemy is, has got this one. And when he does that, and when we believe that, then we're no longer an effective witness for Christ. But as Christians, we need to understand that right now, While we are at home in this body, we are away from the Lord. But for eternity, we will be with him. We will be with the one who purchased our salvation by dying on the cross for us. We will be with the one whose hands were pierced, whose back was beaten and shredded, and who was crucified on the cross for our sins, not his own? And will we want to say, oh, Jesus, you just don't know how hard it was for us to live for you. People make fun of me. That's not what we want. So, so our heart's desire is, is for every one of us to know that, that sharing our faith can be a joy, And I hope that that's what we will walk away from here this morning, believing. You see, evangelism is important, and it's important for the church. But evangelism isn't something done by the church. It's done by his people, the church. Evangelism is done by by you and I when we go out into the world and live our faith amongst people who don't know Christ. That's what evangelism is. It's it's when our faith has so impacted our lives that when we're out amongst other people, we're living our faith out and we're sharing that gospel truth boldly. You see, First Baptist Church doesn't live out in the community. But you do. And I do. And we make up this church. And so when we're out in the community we need to make sure that we are living in such a way that we are representing the love, the grace, the mercy of Christ and that gospel message. And if there is someone who knows you who doesn't know anything about First Baptist Church, it's your opportunity to talk to them about the gospel message and talk to them about how we believe the gospel message can change and impact our lives. And that's what we gather every Sunday to talk about, that we are sinners saved by grace. And that they can be too. We're going to look at our last video clip that focuses on gospel-shaped evangelism. And in it, Eric is going to challenge us that, that we need to be the kind of church that is out sharing our faith. We need to be the kind of church that is out making a difference in the world around us. And then I'm going to come and I'm going to share with us from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 11 through 20. But we'll we'll cue that video now. What would happen if Christians suddenly stopped supporting the ministry of the gospel in a local church? It would drift on for some time, carried along by its own inertia. But eventually, the resources would expire and the ministry would come to a grinding halt. You might think that you're just a lowly Christian believer who tries his best to keep going week by week. We don't often think in terms of our own critical importance to the advancement of the gospel. But this is not the way it works. God does use people, and these people are ordinary people, like you and me. He blesses us with time, resources, spiritual gifts, and a zeal for the Word of God to speed ahead. Have you noticed how many of the New Testament epistles end? They end by listing many different people. By